Welcome to Williams Wire. Once again, I'm Kenneth Williams, City Manager for the City of Buda, Texas. And my guest today is Buda City Clerk, Alicia Ramirez. I consider Alicia to be the Buda's foremost authority on voting, which is the topic of our discussion today. As most of you know, early voting will continue through Friday, October 29th, and election day is Tuesday, November 2nd. Alicia, thank you for joining me on the podcast today. Something I often hear that seems to be a point of confusion for some people has to do with voting identification. Tell our listeners about what forms of ID are, are acceptable to vote in Texas and what voters should have with them when they go to vote. Um, it's great to be on Williams Wire Podcast, and I have a lot of information to share with you. So I appreciate the opportunity to speak directly about voting issues and your audience. And uh, the main acceptable forms of photo ID include a Texas driver's license, and that has to be issued from the Texas Department of Public Safety. Also, uh, we have a Texas election ID certificate and a Texas personal ID uh, card, as well as a Texas handgun license, a U.S. military ID with photo, and even a U.S. citizenship certificate with photograph, and it doesn't need to be current, or a U.S. passport. Um, we've also, if you've lost your voter registration certificate, just contact the Hayes County Elections Office and they'll mail you a replacement certificate. Uh, you may vote without the certificate by presenting one of the acceptable forms of ID and signing an affidavit. And those are the forms of ID that are acceptable for uh, Texas voters to bring with them to the ballot. Also, if you do need assistance during voting or early voting, you can have ask someone to go with you and or even include the election workers for assistance. They just have to take their oath of assistance. But just to note, the person that helps you cannot be your employer, an agent of your employer, or an officer or agent of your union. Well, that seems easy enough. Uh, All of us have one form or other of that identification, so that should be good. So thanks for clearing that up. Sure. Let's turn to what beauty voters might actually find on their ballot. What will our our voters have to decide, and how might voters get a preview of what's on the ballot? Well, this year, uh, the registered voters will be voting on one city council seat, which is the at-large position three. The single-member District A is unopposed, so Mr. Paul Dodger will be sworn in after the election. Voters will also vote on the city of Buda's Prop A related to the transportation projects and Prop B related to parks projects, as well as the constitutional amendments. You may preview the sample ballots on the Hayes County elections, which is hayescountytx.com slash elections, and we also include them on the city's website at ci.buta.tx.us slash elections. And um, if you need additional information, they can also call my office at 512-523-1018 or directly to the elections office at 512 512- excuse me, 393-7310. So it looks like the for the city of Buda on the ballot, it's going to be for the council election and the propositions. Right. So thanks for that great information. Now that our listeners understand what ideas are appropriate and how to pre- preview their ballots, let's talk about voting. What details can you share about early voting locations and times, election day voting location and times, and drop-off boxes? Okay, as far as early voting, which begins on Monday, uh, which is the October the 18th, uh, that will continue through Friday the 22nd, 8 to 5. We also have Saturday voting on the 23rd from 10 to 2, 
and then it resumes again on Monday the 25th through the 27th, 8 to 5. And then we have two days that are 12-hour days, Thursday uh, the 28th through Friday the 29th from 7 to 7. And then, of course, on Election Day, November 2nd, it's 7 to 7. As far as the locations, we do have a, a list. In Buda, we have five locations, two for... Um, on both early voting and election day, and the other three are, are strictly election day. We do have some um, changes um, to our um, election areas, excuse me, over polling locations that I just received yesterday from the elections administrator. We have eliminated one of the, um, actually the, the commissioner's court is meeting today to approve these changes. They've eliminated the Ledgestone Senior Center for early voting and election day and also eliminated early voting at Simon Middle School. But I also want to clarify, Mr. Williams, that um, one of the things that um, early voting locations and times, we do not have drop-off boxes. So basically, if you received a mail-in ballot and you did not turn it in by the October the 22nd, you would have to take your ballot to the um, Hayes County Elections Office, which is the main election center, on the day of the um, election on November 2nd and actually turn it in that way. That's the only way that these will be accepted. You cannot drop or deliver at a vote center. It has to go to the main, or the, excuse me, the main, the main elections office. Luckily, that didn't affect uh, Buda, but the locations that we have in Buda are uh, Buda City Hall, Sunfield Station, Hayes Hills Baptist Church, McCormick Middle School, and Southern Hills Church of Christ. The two for both early voting and election day include Buda City Hall and Sunfield Station. Again, if you want additional information on locations, I can um, send you that list. and It's also published on our website and it'll uh, republished again in the uh, Hayes Free Press. So it seems like there's plenty of opportunity for locations to go vote, not time to go vote. So yes. that's great. So our listeners appreciate that information. One more thing that probably would be of interest to our audience is what happens after the clock strikes 7 p.m. on election day. What happens when all votes have been cast and who is responsible for it? Okay, well, after the election, the, elec- uh, the election judges are responsible for delivering the casted ballots to Central Count Station. And these uh, are, the, they're counted at the main elections office in San Marcos. The early voting counts are generally released shortly after 7 p.m. and updates are made throughout the evening until all vote center ballots are counted. Again, these tallies are considered unofficial until all the election ballot the board meets to review and count any provisional ballots or absentee ballots. So basically, if a person votes provisional and they have six days or six calendar days after the date of the election to present one of the seven acceptable forms of ID to, in order for their vote to be counted. Uh, Texas also has other options for those who qualify if you are not able to present one of the seven acceptable forms of ID. And after that, the city will, uh, once I receive the total tallies, the city will canvass the election on Monday, November 15th, and then the swearing-in will occur on Tuesday, November 16th. And just to let you know, should there be a runoff election for the at-large position, since we have three candidates on the ballot, the runoff election is scheduled for December the 7th. So it looks like a clearly defined process. It looks like you're going to be a busy person. So thank you, Alicia, for giving Williams, Williams Wire the rundown on the voting process and helping our audience understand what they, what, what they need excuse me, when they go to the polls. 
Also, I would like to encourage voters to get more education about Proposition A, which is transportation projects, and Proposition B, the parks projects, by listening to previous episodes of Williams Wire or visiting the website beautybonds.com. Make your voices heard by casting your ballots during early voting or on Election Day, November 2nd. So thank you all for joining me and Alicia Ramirez for this episode of Williams Wire. You can find and follow Williams Wire on Spotify, Google Podcast, Breaker, Anchor, Pocket Podcast, and Radio Public. Thank you.